I was born for his service. He filled me with purpose. Take your time while you worship him. I'm unplugged from the matrix. Believe without seeing, I'm plugged into the matrix. The daily perspective. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Perspective podcast. I am your host, Mr. Daily. And um, I'm, I, I, got, I got to apologize to you guys because I had a different show planned for you. I had a show planned where we, we I was supposed to be doing a, well, I did do a live show on stereo yesterday, um, but I didn't feel like putting it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, no, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't feel like putting that show out. So, um... I decided I was going to do a separate show. Uh, you know, I'm going to do a separate recording. Um, so what I've got to, for you today is um, I'm going to be talking about a show that I watched. Uh, and I know a lot of you been watching. But before we get into that, let us shout out the people that are listening on Google Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, um, iHeartRadio, Wherever you are listening in from, I want to shout you out. I want to give you your props. Big up yourself. Big up your chest. Um, yeah, so this week I want to chat about um, a show that I watched. A show called Blue Therapy. Blue Therapy. <laughs> Um, I don't know how many people watched it, but let me let let's just put it this way. I started watching it. Now I didn't want to watch this thing at first. I'm not even gonna front. I was not interested. I was just like, oh my gosh, here we go. Here we go. Another ratchet show. Um But but in the spirit of supporting black creators, I was like, no, 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 you know what? Let me let me let me reserve judgment. Let me actually sit down and watch this thing before I, I start to say it's one way or the other. So I decided to sit down with my wife with my wife and watch Blue Therapy. Now, for those of you that don't know about Blue Therapy, Blue Therapy is a show that was created by the creators of Backchat. Um, Trend Central. I think they're called Trend Central. Trend Central. Uh, I, I hope that's what they're called. Um, anyway, but they created this show. This show is supposed to be like a social experiment. And um, it's two black couples going to see a therapist and talking through their problems because they are on the verge of breakup. And it's one of these. Sh- so I was like, okay, cool. Okay, it's not a new, different concept. You know, kind of filmed in that reality tv show format where you got the people and then it cuts to them talking about you know well i don't know why she brought me here because blah 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 blah. so it's that kind of thing and i was like okay this okay okay let me give this thing a chance and out the gates yeah there was one brother on there paul Paul had man triggered. Let me let me just let me keep it let me keep it funky. Man had me triggered from the beginning because so it, he came in with this mad negative attitude, mad negative, and 
He was just like, I don't even know why she brought me here. If we were going to do this, I would have preferred that we just went to church in it and sat down with a pastor and, 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 and done our counselling thing with a pastor. First and foremost, let's, let's, address, um, let's address that first point there. Your pastor, I'm not saying all of them, but your pastor is not a licensed, licensed therapist. Your pastor is your pastor. Counseling with Christian counseling is not the same as professional therapy. So all you people that don't want to that want to go and see pastor and see pastor to solve all your problems. Pastor is not trained to solve all your problems. I'm not saying that they cannot be an impartial ear, um, but therapists go through years of training years of psychological train um psychology training to equip themselves to be able to help people to work through their problems so do not lump your pastor in with therapists because unless your your pastor is a licensed therapist unless they are trained you are dis- doing a disservice to the people that have spent years training to do this to do that role so that's that's the first point. So no, you can't go and see your pastor to solve all your problems. Sometimes your pastor can't help you and you need to see a professional. Let's not be afraid to go and see these professionals. Anyway, they go to see this professional, but Paul comes in there with his mad attitude. And um, he's uh, his woman, Choma. She, most people know Choma from um, Backchat. So she goes in there they're having this conversation now and Choma's like yeah so Paul moves this way Paul don't pay me no attention and Paul is somewhat moving mad Paul is kind of like well you know I've got my clients I'm doing this I'm doing that and the attitude in episode one in episode one is the attitude for me it's the attitude that he was giving to, to like the therapist and stuff like, you know, like, what are your stats? What are your numbers? How many couples have you helped? What is your success rate? And he's, he's going on like he is the be all and end all of all things um, professional. Looking, basically talking down to this therapist that's supposed to be helping them. Now we're gonna get to we're gonna get to all of this stuff, um, but gripe number one for me. Now people are gonna take this people are gonna take this away, but let me explain it. Let me say it and let me explain why I'm saying it. So gripe number one for me was the fact that the therapist was not black. I didn't like that. Why didn't I like it? Because. In order for, whilst I do agree that, that your therapist is skilled and equipped to help you process your thoughts and all of that stuff. Black people got different problems. Let's just keep it real. Um, I like to believe that the people that, that are helping us need to be able to relate to some of the stuff that we go through. And unfortunately... Uh, white couples do not whilst they experience some of the stuff the you know the traditional relationship stuff that couples go through they don't have this added layer of um, racial inequality 
that then adds another dynamic to your replay to re, to your relationship. They don't have the added tensions in the workplace because of their race. They don't have the added tension from being racially profiled and all of these things that add this extra stress to your relationship because you take that tension and you take that home with you. So my gripe there is that I think, you know, whilst, hey, it's great that we're, we're, we're bringing in a professional therapist and stuff, I think that you could have chosen a different therapist because of the couple. Now, that's just my opinion. Now, people might disagree. People, people may agree. People might, may disagree. But that is just my personal opinion. Anyway, that aside, um, you had Charmaine, you had Paul. Seems like most of their issues were issues that a lot of people can relate to. For example, Choma felt that um, Paul does not spend enough time with her. He spends too much time trying to service his so-called clients. He spends too much time... Um, trying to live up to some image that he's created um where he's basically living beyond his means because he's he's she, the first episode she's like well you go out with your clients and you go and you spend 10k on the table and then for the rest of the rest of the month or whatever you're chasing the bag to to replace that money that you spent um so she kind of felt he was keeping up the keeping up with the Joneses. And then when you hear Paul talking, it's like this this dude could not give no specifics about what he did or whatever. He just talked in a roundabout way about everything. And I was just like, bruv, you don't do nothing because you're long. Um but what I got from it was I'm I'm See, I'm going to summarise very quickly because I don't want to drag out the whole thing talking about Paul and Choman, and it's a bit unfair. I don't. Also, I I think if you if you have the time, you should go and watch it. Not because I'm just trying to sit here and promote Trend Central. Whilst I whilst I say that, but I say this as well. I do believe support. We should support black content creators. Otherwise, they don't generate the revenue that they need to continue to create content so please like i ask you to support me as a content creator go and support trend central as a as content creators and watch the show um so i'm not going to go out and spoil everything in the show but as for me choma and paul's issues stem from a a couple of points um one the whole keeping up with the joneses thing two um not only is he trying to keep up with the joneses um he's not communicating three there is a lack of intimacy and when I say intimacy, there is it's not intimacy in the sense of, um, you know, sex or anything like that. I'm talking about emotional and spiritual intimacy in that within this couple. Um, for 
there is a lack of vulnerability. So as the show progressed, you could just see that there was just resentment on both sides. Both sides were not being truly vulnerable to each other and not being honest with how they felt. Um, So you kept getting these compounding issues because as something new happens, you add it to that pile of resentment that you're building up rather than addressing these things by openly talking about your fears, what your angst, um, whatever, whatever irks you, you just build up this resentment and it suddenly becomes something that stands in the way of intimacy, growth and, you know, development as a couple. So that was one of the big things that I saw. One of the, you know, I'd say that lack of vulnerability was a fundamental part of their issue then you had the family dynamics part with Paul and his sister and she the way Choma was talking some like she was talking crazy about some like what is man trying to do a thing with his sister I was like oh you can't tell a man that but anyway it was there was it was funny it was funny because some of the stuff she was saying I was like no allow it that's just that's a lot um But again, the family dynamics is something that anyone in a relationship has to deal with. And how do you deal with family dynamics? By having open, honest and vulnerable conversation. Because yes, like anyone does, you get in your feelings when it comes to your family. I am speaking from a place of experience because you don't want anyone to talk bad or say anything bad about your family so immediately when someone wants to say something that maybe they are not feeling or maybe they think is a bit intrusive or whatever your back is immediately up it doesn't even matter if it's not something bad it's the fact that they are saying anything about your family the only thing you want to hear is um that you're you you know that your family are the best thing since sliced bread. So it immediately creates this problem. It creates this barrier. It creates, it builds or adds to that pile of resentment. Resentment from one because, from one person because you're like, you're talking bad about my family and resentment from the other because you're like, I'm not allowed to say anything about your family and they are a big part of the reason why we have issues so vulnerability and open and transparent communication for me was the fundamental issue within that relationship Um, you saw the lack of communication or the lack of of an ability to communicate just by the way that they they both behaved and conducted themselves the body language between the two was defensive um the conversations quickly escalated to tit for tat responses or one-upmanship trying to say something that would hurt the other person um again 
coming into that with things that hey we're not going to we're not going to talk about this and you're not allowed to talk about that or you're not allowed to say this and okay if i'm not allowed to say that you're not allowed to say this that again is trying to create these boundaries and bubbles around your intimacy or your vulnerability to ensure that the uncomfortable conversations do not happen so i think a good example of this was near the end of the of of the show where choma starts to talk about um paul making her get an abortion and how she how that made her feel and he was like wait a minute i didn't make you get an abortion it was a joint decision and you know the vibes that you're getting is that now bruv you made her get that thing but it's like the whole conversation there it was avoidance avoidance the fact that they'd never spoken about it just showed an avoidance of anything difficult anything that could pull them apart anything that could result in you know going your separate ways because you can't because processing it is so painful so guess what let's just avoid it um i think what people fear is that difficult conversations will push you apart failing to appreciate that difficult conversations can actually bring you together you don't have to agree on everything you don't have to be on the same you don't you don't, you don't have to share the same um views on something but you can respectfully agree to disagree and you can find middle ground i think comp- relationships and relationships are is, that's one area where i believe compromise is not a bad thing especially when the compromise is from a place of love now i'm not talking about being um dominated in your relationship because there are some people that take compromise to another level where one partner only expects the other partner to to compromise they're not willing to compromise themselves that's not love that's just dictatorship and and domineering behavior that's a dictatorship and domineering behavior so having that level of intimacy where you can be vulnerable to each other and express how you feel and knowing when you should compromise to help your partner grow and elevate themselves is a powerful thing and it's not something that should be used to dominate or to control a relationship but it should be used to protect each other in a relationship and these are complex principles um that i think require you know it, it requires work it's not something that's easy to you you it's not a switch that you flick and and you just start to do overnight it actually takes you being firstly vulnerable with yourself firstly being intimate with yourself and knowing knowing yourself inside out being willing to do the work to put your pride aside being willing to do the work to to accept grace being willing to do the work to sh- extend grace so much work 
is required internally before you can get to a point where you can be um, emotionally vulnerable and intimate with someone else. Anyway, that was Paul and Choma. The other couple were um, Jamel and Deborah. Now, Jamel and Deborah was a different kettle of fish because when this first started, I was looking at Deborah like, nah, you're, you're on some gold digging thing. Bun you, Jamel, I'm team Jamel, I'm team Jamel. Then, as the episodes went on and you start to, to listen and you're like, okay, no, I'm starting to sense something here. Jamel, what, like, Jamel, what's going on, bruv? What, everything, everything okay at home, bruv? Because... You're you're acting you're acting shady, and you start to listen, and you're starting to see Deborah in a different light, and you're starting to understand why she's so frustrated because this guy is moving in some snaky way. There were some shady moves that are going on. Jamel is is definitely not being one hundred with with everyone. So we start to watch this and Deborah's talking about Clubhouse and she's talking about So first let's let's just address episode one. Yes, there were some points where I'm like, Deborah, no, allow it, you can't move that way. That is gold digging behaviour and that is that is a turn off for not a lot of men, pretty much. Ninety nine point nine percent of men are turned off by that behaviour. So Men, and let me let me speak for myself because I'm not going to speak for all men, but for myself, I love to give. I don't have an issue with giving. I don't have an issue with buying f- for my wife and spending on my wife and all of those things. Now, when there is an expectation, and that expectation um, is so. Uh, how do I put it? When it's it's not even like oh yeah this is this is this is just something oh oh thank you for doing this for me I really appreciate yeah okay when there's expectation but instead of appreciation it becomes a problem that's that's it expectation instead of appreciation becomes a problem because that means you don't care about anything else that needs to be done as a the only thing you are interested in is having stuff done for you. Bun everything else that you that, that may be going on. Bun the fact that man has bills to pay and or man's trying to save for some things, trying to save for more, um, to buy a house, whatever. Man is trying to invest in a business or whatever. I just want what I'm supposed, I believe I'm supposed to be getting spend money on me in it spend the peas on me when that becomes a way of thinking when that becomes the norm there is a problem and i would be out no two ways about it no debates no no conversation no long thing done because that's a turn off that is no i'm not your cash machine i'm not a cash cow I don't care if I can get these things for you. I don't care if I have it. When you become expectant of it, 
rather than appreciating what is being done for you, that is a problem. It's a turn off. Done. Now, as a provider, and, and I feel when I say this, I start to think picture Paul because there's something Paul kept saying, and that you know I'm a provider. No, but as a provider, yes, there is. I do believe it's my responsibility to make sure that you can get your hair done. My responsibility to make sure that you can buy the clothes that you need. My res- and I, I say need rather than want because sometimes we are unreasonable with the things that we want. Um, it's my expectation. It's my responsibility to make sure that you can um, you have transportation. It's my ex- it's my responsibility to make sure there is a roof over your head. There is food in the fridge. The bills are paid. Um, there's light you can watch. Um, whatever things you want to watch on TV, you got the subscriptions that you need. All of that stuff. Yes, as a provider, I see that as my responsibility, and I will take care of my responsibilities. But when you start to add madness to the mix, no, it's not happening. So, Deborah, that was how that for me as a man, that's how I felt about that one. Now, brother Jamal or Jamel, bruv, first and foremost, yeah, as a Nigerian, I do not take kindly to the whole thing. Nigerians allowed Nigerians allowed in it so I can't take her around but around my people that whole thing has gone on for so long it's disrespectful it's mad um it's just ignorant because people allowed people allowed yes there are certain Nigerians that are allowed yes but yes, there are certain Ghanaians that are allowed. There are certain Jamaicans that are allowed. There are certain white people that are allowed. There are allowed people in the world, bruv. Simple. And if you don't like a loud person, then don't get with a loud person. Simple. Don't start trying to say it's because she's Nigerian or whatever. Done that. Um, so that was that bit. Then you start to... Talk about, oh, yeah, you know, my clients, I'm training this, that, that. Cool. All right. Respect your hustle. 90% of your clients are chicks. Hmm. Okay. Uh, You're training your ex. Hmm. Alarm bells. Why can't she find an ex-trainer, bruv? Are you the only trainer around? Then the clubhouse thing and you're moving your phone and you're turning your phone or whatever. She don't need to know what's in my phone. Bruv, let me put let me be clear. Unless you have something to hide, you should not have an issue with your other half being able to go into your phone. I my wife can go into my phone and do whatever she wants. Even if there are conversations, texts, um people DM'd me or whatever, I don't business if she looks in them because I know me. I know what I am doing. I know that I am not out here moving mad and trying to link no one. I know that my vows that I took, I have stuck with them. I have lived by them. I will continue to live by them and I will be faithful to the end. And if I, if there ever comes a point where I am not feeling that way, 
we're going to have a conversation and I'm not going to do her dirt. It's that simple. But as far as I'm concerned, for me, when I said till death do us part, that is what I meant. For better or for worse, that is what I meant. In sickness and in, for, um, and in health, that is what I meant. For richer, for poorer, that is what I meant. I st- I'm standing by those vows. So, that whole hiding your phone and doing all of that stuff, moving mad. Shady, there's something, it was evident. By episode two, episode three, it was very clear that something was amiss, bruv. You were doing something, you were moving mad, you were hiding something, you were being shady. And for all the brothers that were out there, like, no, 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 Deborah's just, Deborah's just being, you know, whatever, whatever. No, bruv, it was clear. It was clear that you were hiding something. And I don't stand behind men that want to want to be cheating and doing whatever because at the end of the day, people get hurt. People get hurt in this process. If you're not feeling some, someone, if you're, this is my, my whole thing. If you're not happy in a relationship, step out of the relationship, leave, not step out and cheat. I mean, don't, don't, don't misinterpret what I said but leave the relationship have the conversation done the relationship and move on in it don't cheat I just don't get it when you're hiding your phone when you're it's obvious all these braids that think that oh yeah 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 she can't tell that I'm doing something she can't tell that I'm creeping bruv it's a red flag everyone can tell that you're doing something when you're late to places that you say you're going to be, or when you're not at places that you say you're going to be, it's a red flag. Just, it's either a red flag that you don't care about the relationship you're in. And if you're cheating, it's clear that you don't care about the relationship you're in. Because if you truly cared about the other person, you wouldn't cheat, point blank. Um, But, yeah, it's a red flag. All All of his behavior started to look and smell of cheating and then by the time you get to the end of it you see yeah Jamel was creeping or he had cheated and he was probably clearly still doing something with his ex because the way he phrased it was Christina is not the one that you need to be worried about in it so clearly he's not saying oh I did this in the past and and this is it He's saying, you need to be worried about my ex. I.e., I am still involved some way, somehow, whether it's physically, emotionally, with my ex. My ex is a threat to this relationship because me and her are still involved in some way, shape or form. So, um, again... There isn't much that I believe Deborah could have done in this situation because clearly Jamel had not worked through his his situation with his ex. There were unresolved feelings. Now, we didn't get the insight as to whether she broke up with him or whether he broke up with her, but clearly there were unresolved feelings there. But he didn't do the right thing by Deborah. He didn't 
he didn't leave to go and resolve his relationship issues. He decided that he was going to bring his relationship drama into this and he was going to move mad and cheat and do all of that. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue to spoil, um, spoil it for people that haven't seen it. I do think it's a good watch. Um, for those that don't know, there was a video that came out on YouTube after that, which was like Paul saying, kind of confirming what a lot of people felt. Because if you Google the therapist, you will see that the therapist is an actress. So by by episode two or three, I kind of myself and my wife had kind of figured that hey, this might not be a this might not be real. This might just be a dramatization. Um, but when you when you listen, watch this video of Paul saying, "Hey, this is you know shout out to all the people," and this is yes, it was a dramatization or whatever. He kind of talks about how it sparked conversations that needed to happen in the black community, and for that. I stand by what the show was trying to do. I believe that they achieved, they did a good thing. It doesn't matter that it, what they weren't real couples. The fact is they sparked debate. They sparked conversations. They got people talking about things that are real issues in our community. They are real relationship issues that we go through and things that we do not process and we do not deal with. So for what they were trying to do, for what they they were trying to achieve I believe for me it was definitely successful if I had to rate it out of five I would give blue therapy for me um I'd say I'd give it a four out of five there's always room for improvement I believe that they will improve in season two of it um I like I said if you're doing it for black couples get a black therapist because like I said the black therapist should understand what black people go through um if you're gonna really do it as well get a real therapist I'm sure there was a real therapist out there that would be willing to participate in a in a real and do it for real actually do it for real for me um I get it season one you got actors but I'm sure you will find couples that would be willing to participate in a social experiment so if you're going to do it, do it for real. Let me, that's what I would love to see in season two, a real couple going through this blue therapy thing and us really seeing what therapy is like, because it might spark, it might just be that spark that we need. It might be that catalyst for change that has black people really engaging in therapy and going to, to get, oh, excuse me, going to get help um, for relationships problems that they have. Um, like I said, I don't believe that your pastor can solve all of this. Uh, there, are, there is work that you need to do individually. There is work that you need to do with God um, as, a, as an individual. It's important that as a couple, you learn the importance of praying together, reading the Bible together. If that, if you, if that is your foundation, if you are Christians, um, whatever your spiritual background, whatever your faith, practice your faith together. Now, if you both have different faiths, that can be a challenge, but that is a conversation. Again, this is where conversation is so important. This is a conversation that you must have right at the outset before you get too deep into a relationship because eventually 
it's going to rear its head and you're going to have to deal with it especially if you move to a point of having children well what faith are you going to raise the children People don't think about these things. Think about it. What faith are you going to raise the children? Because that can then become a bone of contention in the relationship. And it can pull you in two different directions. So, uh, what is it? What is that saying? A house divided upon itself can't stand. Or is it a nation divided upon? Either way, whatever it is, whatever is divided upon itself cannot stand. Um... But yeah, that was Blue Therapy. I know that's been kind of like a whistle-stop tour of that show. Like I said, if I was rating it, I would rate it a four out of five. Um, I think it was good. I decided I was going to keep this short and sweet because over the last few weeks, I have given you some really lengthy conversations on different topics, and we will be going back to that. Um, I will be scheduling um, a few sessions with... Uh, people like Sayuri Queen again we're going to be talking getting deeper into some of these relationship issues and getting the females perspective and getting the the crowd involved Um, so I'm going to leave it with I'm going to leave it there I'm going to say keep tuning in I apologize if you tuned into the live and it wasn't what you were expecting my bad Um, but Keep tuning into the lives on Stereo. As I said, every every Wednesday you can catch me on Stereo live at DY Daily on Stereo, 7 p.m. Um, that's where I have some of these real conversations. And if you want to be a co-host on that, all you have to do is sign up to Stereo, send me a message, either DM me in uh, on Instagram or send me an email, and we can book in. We can schedule a show together where you could be my co-host. And you could be a, you know, a live participant on the Daily Perspective podcast. Um, So, yeah, get the app, schedule it. Let's have a conversation. Um, Keep subscribing to the show. I appreciate those of you who have subscribed. Use the RSS feeds um, or just subscribe on your favorite streaming platform. That's the easiest way to do it. So if you're on Spotify, click that subscribe button. If you're on um, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcast, click the subscribe button. Easy as pie. Um, subscribe to the show. Keep following. Follow me on social media. Follow me on Instagram at DY Daily. Follow me on Twitter at DY Daily. Follow me on Facebook, David Daily. And um, that's about it. I'm going to get up out of here. And I appreciate you for tuning into this one. Like I said, it was a really short and sweet one. I would love to keep the conversation going on about blue therapy. So if you want to talk to me about it, hit me up on Twitter at DY Daily, um, as I said. And yeah, keep it going. But I'm out. I will catch you next week with something else, something fresh, something funky. Hopefully I can bring you what I was hoping to bring you this week, which which would have been a debate on an article um, that I saw on The Independent, which basically said, as a res- during the pandemic, divorce rates were up 95%, with the majority of those being instigated by women. And I want to know why. So um, maybe we can. Maybe that's the conversation I can bring you next week. If if someone is interested in having that debate with me and having that conversation with me, again, get at me on um, email, Instagram, or Twitter. And I will catch you guys next week. Till then, take care of yourselves, be good to each other, and uh, God bless.